0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Radio. It's one of those things where I wish I could just show it to everyone. I didn't want to film it or broadcast it. You wish but you could have like, filmed
1: it with your eyes a little well, bit?
0: Well, I filmed it with my eyes, but just to be like, this is Portland. This is what Portland was. Before everybody moved here... This is what we're dealing with And there's still a Still a solid pocket of oh, it Oh yeah It I mean, still it's, exists It mm-hmm. exists And I had never even been to these places but it's there Wow, I want to hear about this because you never really told me You probably shouldn't ever go to these places <laughs> it, it wouldn't be safe Hello everyone, this is Fun Employment Radio I am Greg Nibler here with Sarah X. Dillon Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen It is so fantastic that you do so Of course we are live here five days a week On the Fun Employment Radio Network And then available via podcast all over the internet Wherever podcasts can be found you Thank stop You stop
1: saying internets, it makes me sad
0: yeah, I dropped I dropped the internet's Well, part. you have
1: to change it back now at this point. I'm it's trying been too to
0: long. be a classy, intelligent you
1: are the person for the
0: intro and so I dropped the internet's mm-hmm. because I did, I did it didn't sound sophisticated. Okay. We're mature.
1: I understand because our show this is, is both very sophisticated and mature. That
0: is uh, it's that's what a lot of people describe <laughs> it as like this is the most sophisticated and mature show I have ever heard in my life and this is what I listen to every day and that's,
1: that's pretty much what I hear from everybody They're Yeah. Like, how are you, you so know, Sophisticated. What I
0: appreciate is how sophisticated it is. <laughs> uh, speaking of sophistication, uh, we are going live a little bit early today because of me. Um, I have a holiday party I've got to go to at about 11 a.m. And Who has I just... a
1: holiday party at 11 a.m. on a Monday? Well,
0: I didn't plan the holiday party, I'll say that. <laughs> uh, it's what I've got to go to, though. It's one of those things where you don't kind of really have a choice. You just have to go to it. Also... Uh, I went to one last night, so I'm I'm still kind of reeling from that one a little bit. Uh, it's a it's a holiday holiday weekend.
1: It's an extravaganza. It's an if extravaganza. You will. Everybody wow. decided Two to have holiday parties in less than 24 hours. Yeah, you're quite popular. Less
0: than 12 hours, really, because I was at the last last one uh, pretty late last night. So okay, <clears throat> firing on all cylinders right now. Yeah, Greg looks like he's feeling amazing right now. I know that kind of sucks because I have to go to the other one in a <laughs> little bit. But anyway. <laughs> Thank you for live listeners for going a little bit early podcast listeners well won't really change much for you so uh anyway uh, there's there's all that that stuff going on but I want to talk about some things that happened this weekend in in a bit of a bit of my own holiday party I suppose that uh Tristan you threw yourself
1: and I, your own holiday party
0: Tristan and I did yeah uh, my buddy Tristan so I worked uh, Friday and Saturday and I, I got off you know kind of kind of in the evening on Saturday and got home and uh and Tristan was like, "Hey, I want to go watch the Trailblazers game," and and I wanted to do it too, and we decided to. I don't know why why how this really happened. I guess I could go back through the uh, text messages, but we were like, you know what? Let's just pick some place random. And so I got on like Google Maps, and I was like, you know what? We're gonna find some place that's that's not not some we would ever go to. Okay. So if you don't know Portland, there's there's southeast Portland, which is kind of where I live, and. You know that's that's kind of uh, there, there's a lot of good stuff that goes on in there. You know it's it's popular, it's Portlandy, it's all that stuff. Um, but then there's the area that's known as Felony Flats,
1: <laughs> around which second and up, right?
0: Yeah, but it used to be a lot closer in. But even that now, that's been pushed out further and further uh, to where to where you don't see a lot of that anymore. It's like my meth head neighbors. Like I have these meth head neighbors that have lived next to me because they're they're the remnants of Felony Flats. Wait, they're are like they the, still,
1: are they still there? Or they well,
0: gone? I don't really know. Yes, the place is sold. That's a whole side thing. And I think they're gone, but they still keep showing back up. So I don't really have a good answer on that one. I'm going to work on that and try to figure out exactly what's happening. I believe the place is sold, but they were the remnants that stuck around the neighborhood that I live in. You know, they've been there for like 10 years and, or longer. They are the uh, the relics of Felony Flats from the past. Okay. And so there, there's all that that goes on, but Felony Flats has been pushed out. However, I discovered it's still there. It's still part of Portland. People just don't go there. People oh. don't realize it's still there. Did you
1: go to like Gresham or something?
0: No, not Gresham. Gresham is further out. That's a whole animal of its own. So you went to like, like the, the, the
1: middle ground.
0: I went to classic felony flats it still exists like it's well, it's one of those things where you thought maybe oh no it's all gone it's it's dried up it's uh it's not there anymore those dinosaurs aren't around no it's still there it's there and it, this is what happened so we decided to go someplace random and we went in pretty deep southeast portland okay i'll say we were on the neighborhood of uh like 72nd and flavelle which flavelle is an actual street in portland yeah um uh, people probably don't even know that people who uh, just just visit portland think it's so nice and all these things no it's there and so we went out there and uh, this is where we started off our night this is this we, this wasn't a plan to start off with of doing this tour but it ended up that way so we went there to watch the blazer game and we walk in instantly it's one of those places where you walk in and it's full of old men just old men sitting at the bar
1: like angry old men
0: like well they look angry they're angry at something, and I don't know what what they're angry about. Uh, and you walk in, and they all instantly turn, sitting in their chairs, turn and stare at you, and look at you. They're like, "Okay, who are you? What are, are you doing here? Why are
1: you here? This why is are our you coming territory? in here?" Yeah,
0: it's it's one of those things where they really don't want you in there, or it feels that way. So everybody's looking at you when you walk in, and and Tristan and I were probably young, the youngest people in there. So by the
1: record screech, like when you walked in,
0: it was one of those kind of things. Yeah, where we were probably the youngest people by. 30 years probably walking in there I would guess somewhere in that neighborhood and uh, we're like okay we're here so we sat down at the bar had a beer the bartender was nice Um, hung out at this place and there was something like I don't know what is going on at this place and and it's something I learned throughout the night each place is like it's own little um, society (laughs) where people go there and it's their norm you can tell everybody goes there like every single day And that's where they hang out, and that's Mm. what they do.
1: And there's a hierarchy.
0: And well, there's a hierarchy, and there's also just things that they accept as normal. And and there's this. There was this guy, and the whole time I was there, I did not get an answer as to why this was happening. He was uh, sitting at one of the tables, jeans on the bottom, on the top, he had a full silver sequined tuxedo outfit on.
1: What
0: tuxedo shirt? Uh, tie the overcoat, all covered in sequins, like bright, like Neil Diamond style sequins.
1: Wow! And
0: he, but then jeans on the bottom, and th- this guy so with, business on the top, cash on the bottom. I guess so. Okay. And the whole time we were there, we kept seeing like other people come in and they're sitting down there talking to him. Not one, not one time, not at one point at all, did anyone comment on the fact that he was wearing a sequined. Tux- half of a sequined tuxedo. <laughs> and I don't know whether this is just like, that's his deal. You know, this is what he does. Or he was going out for the night. That's his going out clothes. I have no clue. Wow. And no one ever, no, nothing. Because I was eavesdropping on everybody trying to figure it out. For sure. And I didn't want to walk up and just ask him. Like, hey. Hey. So what's the deal because maybe we that's like his thing out. maybe
1: it's his thing if he wears it every day and there's nothing special about well, and
0: it Well that's what we were talking about like how you know what why is it that he does that maybe that is like there's some reason we're like okay maybe his his, his son, <laughs> just and I were like maybe his son died that day he was wearing that suit and so he wears it every day in like memoriam of him or something like that like I don't know like a terrible magician accident so that I mean he's wearing he's wearing this suit and I did not get an answer of it but I guarantee you I bet I bet I don't guarantee but I bet if you go to that place any day of the week you might get a chance to see the sequined tuxedo guy wow and that's it and th- that the, guy the exists the
1: of the sequined and tuxedo guy I didn't guy. know
0: that existed and I feel better knowing that it does exist now that, that's a thing in that little pocket that little neighborhood that's something everybody knows wow and there's a secret and I don't know the secret I do not know the secret. Yeah, it's of why funny it because
1: Portland gets so glamorized a lot when it, you know everyone thinks that every place in Portland is cool. It is. No. There are still like trashy as fuck places. Oh,
0: let me say that was the classiest place we went. So after that, it got to about half time That then there were some younger people that came in. It was these uh, bunch of bunch of shit apples that came in and were clearly one of them tried to offer me a joint. Which that's fine if you're offering a joint or whatever. I do not want to take you up on that. Um, but they were uh, they, they were just being asses. So we decided that it was time to move on to a different place. And instead of going up, we decided to go down, down in grade. And we went to the next place, which is someplace one of those places that I've always passed. You know, like driving, driving. in a, It's one of those things where you, those bars where you're like, "No, I don't think I ever want to go into that place. I have no desire to go there."
1: Can you say the name?
0: Uh, yeah, actually, it was uh, Mount Mount Scott Pub or Mount Scott Tavern, something like that. It's one uh, I've passed it before.
1: <gasps> Did that used to be Queen of Hearts?
0: No, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but that's no, it's not that one. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a different one. Okay, this one's even further out than than that. So this is. Boy, I, I don't know what the actual... I don't think it, that was it. Anyway, went into the this place. And it was another one of those kind of record drop moments where all, where all the old people turn around and stare at us. The one common theme that I uh, found throughout all of these tonight, like, like if you had a soundtrack to it, it would be um, 60s classics, 60s and 70s. So Golden Earring played at pretty much every place that we went to. Um, Radar Golden Love. Golden Earring? Like Radar Love. Oh. Yeah.
1: That's the name of a band?
0: Yeah, Golden Earring. They, they sing Seriously? Radar Love. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Radar Love. Like We could pull that up. That would be kind of the theme for uh, for everything that was pretty much going okay. on. So so we walk into this place and wanted to watch the second half of the Blazer game. And they had the, they had some old Oregon, Oregon State game that was on television. It was like from years ago, some civil war from years ago. And, uh, and we walk up to the bar and we're like, would it be possible to get the Blazer game on? And the bartender... I, in all honesty, she was very nice. And she's like, yeah, no, I'll get it on for you. And she asked if we wanted sound. We were the only two people that were watching this television in this, in this whole place. Mm-hmm. And, and we're like, well, yeah, I mean, sure. She's like, no, I'm going to put the sound on for you. And then she like leaned down, and like in a quieter voice, she's like, don't be surprised if Vic says something. He's down at the end of the bar. I think he's on his last beer, but he gets a little mad about the music and turning it off. And so... We're like what? And I asked her. I was like, "So wait, Vic's gonna be pissed?" She's like, "Well, he just he's Vic. He gets that way." What does that even mean? So it's a this old guy at the end of the bar. Apparently, he's like the the town bully in this place that we went to, where you don't want to piss off Vic. Don't piss off Vic. Don't piss off Vic. And so Vic was the <laughs> Vic was the. And I looked around. I had to see who Vic was. And sh- yeah, this is the music pretty much playing everywhere we went. And so I, I look down there and there's Vic and he's clearly directing everybody. Like people are 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 surrounding him. Like he's he's this old man at the end of the bar, and he's loud and he was complaining about something, and I don't know what he was complaining about. I, I can't remember exactly what it was. And and he's sitting there, but he's got like this group of people just like clamoring onto him. It's like wow. Vic is the cool guy here. Vic's
1: the man. Vic
0: is the man of the bar. And you don't want to piss off Vic. By turning on the sound for the Blazers game. Wow. So the bar the bartender boards, I think he's on his last beer. Like I don't know. Like, apparently she doesn't know or has any control over it. Like Vic stops drinking when Vic wants to stop drinking. Wow. You don't tell Vic to stop drinking. No,
1: nobody tells Vic when to stop no. drinking. No, Vic Vic tells Vic when to stop <laughs> that,
0: drinking. And that's the only person And that is the only that person that Vic listens that to that tells Vic what to do. And so Vic was down there. Luckily I don't believe we pissed him off because I didn't I didn't hear about it. I was waiting, though, for him to come up. I was waiting for Vic to show up. Uh-huh. Um, they did have a staircase that goes nowhere, which was really strange. There was a staircase. Like, they had a whole carpeted room. And with the stairs that led down, but they covered it over with carpet So and a board. So there's some kind of secret hidden basement in there. Not very secret, I suppose. It doesn't
1: sound very secret. It's not if you very were secret. able To figure it out, I was able to figure it out.
0: Maybe, maybe there. that was what was going on in there. Like, crap, they figured it out. Mm. So there was that. <clears throat> then uh, we went from there, continuing on this little, uh, little, little extravaganza, this little tour. We went to even worse places. Now these next places that we went to. So we we're basically having a beer at each stop. At that point, we're like, you know what? Let's just go, let's see how far down we can go on this. What is the worst possible place that we can find to go to? And I'll tell you what it is. Tell me what it is. I will tell you. Tell me. The worst possible place to go to, the worst bar. It's called The Sting. The Sting Bar. And it's on 82nd, Southeast 82nd Avenue and... Somewhere around Flavel. Flavel seems to be the magnet for all of these. Okay. Um, it is, and it's called the Sting. It is probably the worst bar I've ever been to. No, and I'm going to put that out there. Well, I mean, maybe not the bar itself. As far as the clientele, and I'm going to explain why why that was. I mean, the other places that we did get the record spin moment. This one, you walked in, and it was like, it's where sadness goes to retire. It's- and it, <laughs> we walked in the door, and once again the common theme was old men sitting at the bar, but this had, <clears throat> it had everything, it had old men, you had meth heads, you had probably prostitutes, you had um, just straight up crazy people. Wow! And you had the whole thing all mixed into one, and not the fun kind of crazy, like the crazy crazy, crazy crazy, and we <laughs> we walked in there. And uh, and yeah, first off, you have the old, the group of old men like staring at you. There was some guy in like a trench coat, and I don't know what his deal was, but he was pacing around back and forth. He he was younger looking.
1: Then you know what his deal is. Yeah, he's a crackhead.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's probably what was going on. And and he was there. And then we so so we walked up to the bar. You know, we're like, well, we're here. We're going to get a drink, so we ordered a beer. And uh, and went and sat down at the bar further down the, the side. One of their specialties on, on that they had at the bar, you know, usually they have like their, you know, bars have like special shots or mm. like jello shots. The sign said Kool-Aid. And so I, I asked the woman at the bar, I was like, so, um, you know, what, I have to ask you, what is what is Kool-Aid? Like, is that a shot or what is it? She's like, no, it's it's Kool-Aid. It's a dollar. You can get a glass of Kool-Aid if you want to. glass of Kool-Aid. <laughs> it was actual Kool-Aid. They had Kool-Aid for a dollar if you wanted to get some Kool-Aid. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. That's, it really is Kool-Aid. Um, the best part of this place, and this will, this will kind of wrap this up, but just the best part of it was I needed to use the restroom. And so I'm, I, was, I started walking back there. And uh, the bartender was like, no, you need a key to use the bathroom. This place, a bar you have to get a key to use the bathroom in the bar. It's not like it's outside of the place. Wow. It's in the bar. You need to get a key. And there was, uh, so there's a the bartender and there was one of the old men who apparently had deemed deemed himself to be like the key keeper. I don't know why. The it, keeper it, it, of the key? Yeah, the keeper of the key. It didn't okay. seem like he worked there. And, <laughs>
1: oh, he didn't even work
0: there. No, I don't think so. No, he just, he keeps the key. For people. that is
1: very strange i've noticed that i mean working in, in bars and such like there are people who like uh like take tasks upon themselves
0: yeah like th- they that don't like, work like there. They,
1: yeah like they want to be in charge of something
0: yeah i yeah i don't know what this guy's mm-hmm. deal was but yeah he was he was the keykeeper and and, and that's what he did and so i um <laughs> the bartender was like okay yeah you can go use the bathroom and i started walking down there to use it and uh, and this guy holding the keys like, no, he can't. I was like, oh, okay. So he, he like stopped me in my tracks and the bartender asked him why. And he said, he can't go in there. Somebody's taking a shit. <laughs> That's what the guy said.
1: What is this place?
0: <laughs> he can't go in there. Somebody's taking a shit. And so <laughs> so I stopped and I just, Jesus. I instantly like started laughing. I'm like, well, all right, I'll, I'll wait my turn, I guess. And so I went, I went back and sat down. He's like, I'll let you know when it's clear. <laughs> and I sat back down and waited for the – it was a total meth head, too, that came out of there. Because I, I saw the guy come out. And then the guy with the key, like, waved at me from the end of the bar, letting me know it was my turn that I could go use the restroom now. Wow. And, and I thought I needed the key to get in there. He's like, no, I'll just leave it open for you. Who this guy was, why he has the power of the key, I don't know. Wow. But he deemed me okay to go use the restroom after the meth head. And I will say this. He was absolutely correct about what was going on in there. It was uh, horrible. But uh, that's that's what happens at these places. Wow. That is probably the diviest bar I've ever been in. Like, ever.
1: And it's called The Sting? The Sting. What the hell? Yeah.
0: That doesn't even sound like it's real. It's it really is. It's real. Like we went outside. There was one of the one of the meth heads just like stood in a corner for a while, walked over and just stood there. And uh, I I was trying to figure out what he was doing. Like, is he using the bathroom? Is he like peeing outside? Or is he um, on his phone? Nope. Just stared in a corner for a while. That's the kind of place that I went to. Wow. So that I'm just saying, the bottom line is this Portland does exist. It's still there. And I think people should have to go there before they get to go to the cool places.
1: You think they have to, like, suffer through Run it? Run
0: them through the sting. If you can handle the sting, you could handle anything.
1: Wait, I thought you said that I shouldn't ever go to the sting because it looked really dangerous. No,
0: you really shouldn't ever go there. Okay. No. no. Don't I can't don't believe, don't believe go that there's there.
1: a place called the sting. Don't by go the there. Way.
0: Yeah. No. I, I, I get it. Yeah. Don't go there. <laughs> but if you do, just know. You need a key to use the bathroom.
1: And you can get Kool-Aid for a dollar. I can
0: get Kool-Aid for that's yep. a dollar. That's really exciting. It is. It is. <laughs> so there we go.
1: Well, now, since you said I shouldn't go, now I kind of want to. Now you want to go to it? Now I want to see the
0: sting. <laughs> it's.
1: Uh, there are wow. some places, though, I mean, I've learned, like, you know, because sometimes it's like funny, ha ha, where you go and see creepy places. And other times it's like, no, this is terrifying. You should not actually be here.
0: It's. Yeah, it's kind of what, well, we did stop by one of those places where we walked in and uh, it was cash only for the bar and we were, we walked up there. It was like five. The only people in the bar were like five dudes that looked like they were maybe in their twenties and all of them probably uh, loaded to the brim with meth or uh, some kind of drugs that they were selling. Okay. They looked like a drug dealers, like layover spot where they go hang out before they go out and deal the drugs. And so so we walked in there to the bar and uh, yeah decided right away that was not the place to go to. Okay I did have cash. I did not even want to acknowledge that I had cash to like pay for anything because it, it, it was a bad place. it was a bad place. Well yeah if you don't want to no. you don't want to show that you have money. Yeah, exactly so that there, there was one of those. but overall, just know you need a key to use the bathroom at the sting. So there we go.
1: I cannot believe you found a place called the sting
0: the sting. Um, should we do some World of Crazy? We sure
1: can. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, a mother had to call the cops after her son allegedly broke into her house to steal some soup that she was making.
0: To steal soup.
1: To steal some soup. Si- some pisole to be precise.
0: What kind of soup is that?
1: It's amazing, like Mexican, like chicken oh, stew okay. kind of thing. All right, I like that. Uh, so, police say an Albuquerque man wanted his mother's traditional New Mexican stew so badly that he ended up breaking into her house and stealing it. So, this is out of the Albuquerque Journal. The Albuquerque Journal reports that 23-year-old Jonathan Ray was arrested recently after he ignored his mother's orders to stay away from her posole. And ended up, ended up running off with uh, the entire dish that she had made. So according to the criminal complaint, Ray sent his mom a text message saying that he wanted to have some of her pasole for dinner, but she told him no. So the complaint then later says that the mother uh, found her gate open and the garage broken into and a pot of the pasole had gone missing. So she, she told her son... And she called the police on him? Yeah, she called the police on her son because he stole her soup that she was making.
0: There's, there's problems on both of that, end. One that the, he's breaking in. Also, her calling the police because he stole the soup.
1: Yeah, well, she did. Yeah, so she called the police and he was eventually caught with the pasole, and he was arrested Uh-oh. on residential burglary.
0: Well, just, <laughs> I just picture him like... Stuffed in like an alleyway, like scarfing down the soup Just as fast his soup. as he can. Just like soup all over his face.
1: <laughs> Just like I love my mom's soup. <laughs> well, uh his mom doesn't love him that much and he has been arrested.
0: Wait, so nothing goes on in Albuquerque the police have time to go search for a soup thief and track him down? Yeah, like it's like We've got a detective on it right now, ma'am.
1: I know, like a fan we'll <laughs> tr- problem. It's like, okay, we're going to take our good resources and find somebody who took a bowl of your soup. <laughs> ah, All right. Uh, next up. Oh, I did. I kind of mentioned this when we had uh, Orny on last week, but I did want to talk about the Santo obituary thing.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes.
1: So a newspaper has had to issue a public apology for issuing a. Uh, fake obituary for Santa Claus in the obituary section. So uh, it did say in this uh, Norwegian paper that St. Nick passed away at the age of 226, uh, according to the announcement in Norway's Aftenposten, which is the name of their paper. Uh, so the hoax uh, claimed that St. Nick died at the age of 226 in the country's most northern port- point of Nordkap on December 3rd the BBC reported it was also revealed that he was going to have a funeral and the funeral would be held at the North Pole Chapel on December 28th the birth date was given on as December 12th 1788 but no cause of death was stated so it's unclear who created the pretend death notice or how it ended up in the obituary page it was later removed from the website after they had to issue an apology because children were so upset at the fact that Santa Claus had died but
0: why are children reading the obituary section?
1: I don't know. Is that what
0: kids do now?
1: I don't know. N- read ob- Norway's weird. Maybe that's what Norwegian children do. Yeah, I
0: suppose Norway is weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going <laughs>
0: to <laughs> read about who has left us today. Like you wake up and that's the first thing you do. Um, <laughs> that is kind of funny, though.
1: Yeah. So uh, nobody has admitted to doing it. And so they say they're doing a, a giant search just to find out who was the one who submitted the obituary for Santa Claus. Okay. All right. So you know, in Portland, you've heard about the the goddamn hipster Santa Claus, right?
0: I'm not really sure about that.
1: You have? Oh, I was just making that a point of reference for this next story. I, that's hipster not the star. Santa Claus. You haven't seen that? Oh my God.
0: I. It sounds old, like I'm. I should be happy. I have not. No, seen
1: it. you should be happy. So it's basically an old man. He calls himself the hipster Santa Claus. If you look him up, it's just hipster Santa Claus in Portland. He's an older gentleman who's wearing like basically a big Lebowski sweater, like kind of like the one I'm wearing right now, and has like a man bun. What? <laughs> yeah.
0: This is somebody walking around Portland. No, right no, now?
1: he like takes pictures at malls. I think he was like at Lloyd Center or something. I swear to God, he's like the hips. He's called the like, hipster Santa Claus.
0: Oh Jesus!
1: It's the most embarrassing thing ever.
0: He does have almost the same sweater that yeah. you're wearing right now.
1: Yeah, would, right, that's beside the point. But uh, like, and he also sits on a couch that's made out of uh, what do you think? Oh, the PDX carpet pattern.
0: Oh. Ooh. Okay. Sorry. I'm just seeing the picture of it right now. Hipster Santa. Okay,
1: it's just embarrassing. Yeah, that is that
0: is really terrible. But not not as
1: embarrassing as this.
0: Oh, actually, the uh, yeah. Okay, here it is. The Channel Eight News: Hipster Santa in Portland wears jeans, sweater, and sports a man bun.
1: Yes,
0: that's that's horrible.
1: Okay, Uh, Portland
0: has jumped the shark. Yes, it has. Yes, it has.
1: All right. uh, So this is uh, even worse than Hipster Santa, if you can believe it, because uh, in Toronto, Canada. A Toronto mall has launched not a hipster Santa, but what they're calling Fashion Santa.
0: What is Fashion Young Santa? Young and
1: Thin Fashion Santa. Oh, Jesus. This is the Yorkdale Mall in Toronto. has put a twist on the traditional mall Santa by offering guests the opportunity to take a self... What is wrong with the world today? Offering guests the opportunity to take a selfie with Fashion Santa. So it's called, the guy's name is Paul Mason, who's... Uh, Calling himself Fashion Santa He's a model with 30 plus years of experience As a part of a holiday campaign For the mall that donates A dollar to the Sick Kids Foundation For every selfie that he takes That guests post to social media Using the hashtag Fashion Santa
0: Ew, there's a picture of him
1: Fashion Santa provides a more adult experience Than the traditional Santa is what he says Um, Which he wears fashionable suits And uh, he doesn't have a chair He says that he's Santa's younger, thinner brother.
0: He's just a creep.
1: He's just a creepy looking dude.
0: Yeah. Fashion Santa.
1: Fashion Santa.
0: Why does the world need that? Nobody needs that. Who are the people that take pictures with him?
1: I don't know. The same people that take pictures with the hipster Santa? I don't know. Hipster
0: Santa? Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. All right.
1: I do not know. All right, and finally, I do have one more story. And, Greg, since it, it is the Christmas season, of course, there are always, like, new albums being released every year for the for the holiday. Mm-hmm. But now, this year, one that's sweeping the nation. Sweeping, I tell you. Okay. is a Christmas album that is entirely sung by goats. There's a goat Christmas album. Of course there May is. May I please play you one of the songs. I would rather you didn't. Okay, here we go. I want to play this for you. So this is uh, Oh Holy Night, sung by goats. All right.
0: (laughs) 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 Okay, that's enough of the goats, I think. Is someone making money off of this?
1: Uh, Created by uh, some Swedish folks. Uh, Created by, it's called Action Aid, a charitable organization dedicated to fighting global poverty. Is Scandinavia
0: Uh, the new Florida of the world? Is is it the Florida of Europe?
1: (laughs) Well, it features eight holiday classics... Uh, the name of the album is All I Want for Christmas is a Goat. Of course, uh, this includes this fine song right here, which is the goat version of Oh Holy Night. There's also Oh Come All Ye Faithful. And we wish you a Merry Christmas. ActionAid Sweden has said it decided to create the musical collection to highlight the positive impacts that goats can have on communities living in poverty. stocking stuffer for the whole family wow no problem so there you go goats that my friends is your world at crazy
0: yep that's that's a good way to wrap that up I thought so what's gonna happen when goats go out of fashion goats are like fashionable in Portland right now
1: I don't know are they
0: I mean, well, some are people they? think they are. Hmm. Uh, yeah, anyway, there. I, I have nowhere else to go with that one. Uh, let's do some ball talk. Oh, you ready? Yep, let's do it. Okay, because I'm not. <laughs> 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 we're we're putting a show together for everybody we today. We are just it's, like, like uh, really, really on I have
1: I have worked all weekend. I am so exhausted yep. today. Yep. All right, here we go. All right, Greg.
0: Alright, I'm Greg Nibbler Let's talk balls Balls. First up in ball talk Golden State loses
1: Oh my goodness The Golden
0: State Warriors set an NBA record by starting off the season 24-0 That zero is there no longer, Sarah They are 24-1 right now The Milwaukee Bucks ended up beating the Golden State Warriors Giving them their first loss so they're a paltry 24-1 right now.
1: Disgusting.
0: It's gross. Moving on to ball talk. It's uh, just kind of a potpourri, random smattering of ball talk today. Ending in a scandal, though, of course. Before we get to the scandal, there is some kerfuffle that's going on in the NFL right now, the National Football League. Especially by some former players who are commentators, and they are upset about that movie that came out about concussions. So it's the movie is called Concussion, or it's a uh, maybe it's maybe it's not even released yet. It's where Will Smith is playing the uh, one of the doctors, one of the scientists who discovered that football players were getting concussions, and that was leading to to brain diseases and. Um, all kinds of problems, you know, hmm. that which has been docu- well documented. Now that 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 happens, because they're getting hit in the head all the time, and then you know someone becomes suicidal. It's a terrible thing. But there's this. Uh, the movie is coming out about this guy who discovered that, and about how they're trying to figure out, you know, how to solve it. Well, former commentators are calling it a war on football. No. Oh. Yes, they're up in arms about the war on football. No. Saying Anything that all these people talking about concussions is uh, denigrating their sport. Which makes no sense. Um, but that is that is what they're blaming. There's one guy in particular, this uh, guy Danny Cannell. He's a former Florida State quarterback who played uh, in the NFL for a few years. And he said this, the war on football is real concussion alarmists are loving it liberal media loves it doesn't matter it's real what talking it's about the, the war on football as though this is an actual thing um so there is that this guy that some of the responses were pretty hilarious though and uh one of them being like he has just proven that concussion concussions are real just by his statements on twitter and um He's further proving the point that it does cause brain damage. Hmm. Anyway, Danny Canell, the war on football is real, Sarah. So that's what we really need to be concentrating on, moving on to ball talk. We'll just go to this one. We'll go to this. Scandal has erupted. Over a 5k run that happened on in uh, South Beach. Over this last weekend. Okay. Serena Williams. You know who Serena Williams is? Yes,
1: I know who Serena Williams is.
0: (laughs) Serena Williams was having a charity 5K run that she put on. About 3,000 people uh, participated in it. It was going to... I can't remember what the charity was, but anyway. For a charity. For her foundation. And she was running in it. The thing is, she ran about 2K... And then was sighted and photographed by multiple people getting into a cab and riding it to the end where she got back out and ran across the finish line.
1: What?
0: She ran 2K. There's pictures of her getting into the cab. Got into an actual cab, a yellow cab. Drove to the end and then ran across the finish line. In her own charity race, this is what she did. No, I mean, if she was injured, okay, but no, she didn't. She didn't come out and say that. Um, if she had like concerns or any, there's there's a number of ways she could have gone about this. If she didn't feel that she could run it, but she actually got into a cab and wow. was driven the last three uh, k to the finish line. That
1: doesn't even make any sense. It
0: doesn't make any sense. I mean, and it was so blatant. Like the pictures are hilarious. Because it's her staff, like, surrounding her. She's, she's getting into a cab in the middle of this race. Serena Williams. Scandal. Scandal. Scandal erupting. Taking a cab in the 5K. I kind of want to get do a 5K and just do that. Just to see what happens. How upset people would get. Or, or what would go on. That'd be kind of interesting. Anyway. Okay, weirdo. There we go. (laughs) That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Serena Williams, Scandal. All
1: right, so do you have to get to your Monday morning holiday party?
0: (laughs) Monday morning? Who has a holiday party on a Monday morning? I don't know. Yeah, I I know. But yes, I do kind of have to get down there. It's going to be an interesting one. I'll I'll say that. Yeah. But uh, I have to go there.
1: Well, since it's early in the morning, I mean, there won't be any like crazy drunken co-workers or anything.
0: No, probably, probably not. I I don't know exactly. I don't really know what we're going to... eh, Never mind. I can't really get into it uh, too much on the show. Maybe I'll talk about it tomorrow if I can. 11 a.m. Monday morning holiday party. All right. um,
1: That is the weirdest... It's so weird. So, I mean, I haven't been to a company holiday party in a long time, but that seems pretty strange.
0: It's pretty strange. Um, Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We'll be back at our normal time tomorrow for live listeners Mm -hmm. and with a full show for you. Um,
1: With our normal brains.
0: Yes, with our normal brains that will be happening. Not uh, post-holiday party. Mm. Last night. Last night's one was fun. Not so sure what this one's going to be. Um, yes, there we go. That's it. That's that's all I've got.
1: That was real good, Greg. Yes, thank you. That was a real you're good to be doing any closing.
0: holiday shopping. Of course, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link right there on our website. That would be cool. You can do that. funemploymentradio.com.
1: Well, good luck today. Thank you. Have yourself a grand old time.
0: Yes. Yes, I I plan plan on really enjoying some pizza in about a half hour. Apparently, You're one of the up. things we're doing. <laughs>
1: all
0: right. uh, anyway, all right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio.
1: .com. Bye, friends.